Welcome back to Decipher's Source Code Weekly News Wrap Podcast. This is Lindsay O'Donnell-Welch with Decipher, bringing you the top security news of the week with input from our sources. This week, the Justice Department charged a Russian national who is allegedly behind a number of cyber attacks involving the Lockbit, Hive, and Babook ransomware families. Mikhail Pavlovich Motviv, known for his hacker handle, Wazawaka, allegedly launched ransomware attacks that have targeted U.S. law enforcement agencies, government agencies, hospitals, and schools. According to the Justice Department, the ransom demands for these attacks have amounted to $400 million, and total victim payments have amounted to $200 million. At the same time, the Treasury Department's Office of Foreign Assets Control sanctioned Motviv. Alan Liska, threat intelligence analyst with Recorded Future, said that OFAC sanctions are commonly used by the U.S. in barring any dealings or transactions between cyber criminals and U.S. entities. So I think this is a continuing trend that we're seeing of law enforcement um, getting better at identifying the threat actors behind some of these ransomware campaigns and then singling out individual threat actors which is good. And I know there are going to be a lot of people who say, well, it doesn't matter. He's in Russia. You know, we can't touch him. And that's true. But now that he's a sanctioned entity, if there's even a suspicion that he's behind a ransomware campaign, organizations are going to have to think really hard about paying a ransom because they do run the risk of running afoul of OFAC sanctions. And more importantly, the other thing it does is it restricts his freedom. You know, they mentioned in the report that was released that he loved to travel to Thailand. Well, that's off the board now, um, because if he sets foot in Thailand, he's likely to get arrested. So, you know, you've restricted his ability to move outside of St. Petersburg or Kalingrad, wherever he happens to live. The Department of State also posted an award of up to $10 million for information leading to Motviv's arrest or conviction. Motviv faces 20 years in prison if convicted for the Department of Justice's charges. In other news this week, researchers have discovered what they call a powerful backdoor being used by a threat group called Lancefly to hit government, aviation, education, and telecoms organizations in South and Southeast Asia in a highly targeted, multi-year campaign. The backdoor has the ability to install itself as a service, act as a key logger, communicate with the command and control server, and listen on a local port for commands. Brigid O'Gorman, Senior Intelligence Analyst at Semantic Threat Hunter Team, said that researchers tracked multiple incidents involving the backdoor, including campaigns in 2020 and 2021 that targeted victims in the government, communications, and technology sectors, and more recent attacks starting in mid-2022 and continuing into this year. Now, Landsfly is using a custom-written backdoor, which we have called Murdor, in attacks targeting organizations in South and Southeast Asia, an activity that has been ongoing for several years. Murdor is a powerful, fully-featured backdoor, that appears to have existed since 2018. We observed it being used in some activity in 2020 and 2021, as well as in this more recent campaign, which continued into the first quarter of 2023. 
The motivation behind both these campaigns is believed to be intelligence gathering, and the sectors targeted by Landsfly in both campaigns include the government, communications and technology sectors. Notably, the use of Murdoch appears to be highly targeted. The backdoor has appeared on just a handful of networks and a small number of machines over the years, and this prudent use of the tool may indicate a desire by Landsfly to keep its activity under the radar. As well as using Murdor alongside Living Off the Land and publicly available tools, the attackers in this campaign also have access to an updated version of the ZX Shell rootkit. The new version of the rootkit used by Landsfly appears to be smaller in size, while it also has additional functions and targets additional antivirus software to disable. The ZX Shell rootkit has been in existence for many years, but its source code is now publicly available meaning it can be used and developed by multiple different attack groups. Finally, this week, researchers detailed how they discovered a financially motivated threat actor compromising the Azure administrator accounts at several organizations and targeting the serial console on Azure virtual machines in order to gain full administrative access to VMs, as well as install third-party remote access tools on victim environments. The attack shows how threat actors are targeting cloud environments in order to evade detection while setting up for lateral movement, persistence, and more. John Pine, senior consultant on the Mandiant Consulting Team, went into detail about the attack. In 2022, Mandiant identified attacker activity across multiple organizations, which we have attributed to UNC3944. Following successful SIM swaps, often against highly privileged administrative users, UNC3944 pivoted to Azure and used the Serial Console feature on Azure Virtual Machines to install third-party remote management software within client environments. The use of a Serial Console to connect to a remote machine is not a new concept. However, it is rare for this technique to be used for malicious purposes, and it is not widely known by the security community. With full access to the Azure tenant, the attacker has the means to identify additional targets key resources, and deploy persistence mechanisms throughout the organization. Thanks for tuning in to this week's Source Code Podcast. If you liked what you heard, be sure to subscribe and give us a shout out on Twitter, Facebook, or LinkedIn. Have a great weekend.